A billion years ago, there was nothing but space Then one of God's wet farts blew all the planets in place There were no signs of life on Mars or Venus But planet Earth was blessed with two baby geniuses Baby geniuses, we know everything Baby geniuses, we know everything Baby geniuses, we know everything Baby geniuses, tell us something we don't know Are we ready? Yes Are you ready, Lisa? Hello, babies. (laughs) Oh, you're not ready. (laughs) Hello, babies. Thank you for listening to Baby Geniuses Podcast. We're so happy that you're doing that Um, and happy to be here. Don't stop. Don't (laughs) stop. (laughs) Uh, I wanted to start the show. As many of you know, we have been putting a call out for a while uh, to cops to write into us if you have been listening to our show. And I am happy to say we've gotten our first response, although I'm not totally convinced this is really a cop. <laughs> um, so I don't want to, I'm going to read the email, but I don't want this to encourage you to send us fake cop emails unless you're going to be really obvious that it's fake. And I think this one's fake. Um, but it, pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. Clue number one. The whole email is all caps. <laughs> um, Although that does seem cop-like. I know. It's so co- so complicated. Hello from a cop is the subject of the email. <laughs> Hello, ladies. And just remember, I'm not going to read this in an all caps voice, but just remember that this is in all caps. Hello, ladies. My name is Officer Tom. I won't say his name. My name is Officer blah, blah, blah. I'm a 19-year veteran of the NYPD before I retired to Monroe in Wanahidit County. That is clue number two. Wanahidit. Wanahidit County, not a real county in Pennsylvania. Uh, <laughs> Did you Google it to figure out yeah. if it was real? <laughs> yeah, it's not real. <laughs> Wanahidit County, Pennsylvania. I mean, maybe that's like an affectionate thing that people in Monroe call their county because maybe they smoke a lot of pot there. I don't know. Someone tell us. Uh, three years ago, I was listening to your podcast with my daughter, Marie. Who is a teen? LOL, she loves you too. And you asked for cops to write in, so I'm saying hello from a cop. Your idea about only blowing pot when you are on your period is great. I wish all criminals thought like that for other crimes, LOL. Then when the officer responds to a bank robbery, instead of thinking, why is this knucklehead punk doing this crime? You could just say, oh, well, he's just on his period. But we would have to have extra tampons in the squad cars, more than usual, at least, because we are supposed to have two boxes at all time. <laughs> but that's for the higher ups to deal with. Not me anymore. LOL. Above my pay grade, as they say. Love the podcast. Keep up the good work. I hope other cops and heroes listen to you. Um, and then he signs it. And then he has a few quotes at the bottom in his signature. You know how people put quotes in yeah, their signature? Yeah. His quotes are... I wondered why somebody didn't do something. Then I realized I was somebody. Unknown. I have a strict gun control policy. If there's a gun around, I want to be in control of it. Clint Eastwood. (laughs) People sleep peaceably in their beds at night only because rough rough men stand ready to do violence on their behalf. George Orwell. The glory of young men is their strength, and the beauty of old men is the gray head. Proverbs 2029. Anyway, that may or may not be our first copy mail. What do you think? Real? Fake? That's definitely not real, like, cop policy to keep two boxes of tampons yeah, in the squad that car. That sort of, and the, the LOL seemed a little forced. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was fake. 
Yeah. But I still appreciated it. I appreciated it quite a bit. Yeah. Um, thanks to everyone who's written in so far. We do read all of them, and the, some of the Wikipedia suggestions are really great. Yeah. We um, do forget to respond sometimes, but yeah. we like all of your emails very much. I think I think I've responded. I think I've responded to all of them. At okay. This point. Good. Yeah. I, th- I don't think we have any outstanding. If we haven't written back to you. Write us again. Yeah. <laughs> write us another oh, angry email. I'm, tr- I'm, I'm not trying to make it sound like we get a lot of email. We don't get that much email. It just doesn't go to our normal email I'm surprised boxes, by so how we much we get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, our Tumblr has been getting some asks, but all from my brother, who does our theme song. Yeah, we need some more asks from different people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I can do without any asks. Anyway, how much, how much digital attention do we need? Oh, so much. So much all the time. The answer is all of it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What else do we want to talk about this week? Uh, Well, I did something interesting on the weekend. I took part in a uh, live nude drawing thing um, where I drew 35 nude people uh, for 16 hours over two days. Oh, my God. uh, With seven other artists. Looking at naked people is like a full-time job. Yeah, it was really brutal, too, because because <laughs> they were all super gross looking. <laughs> no, uh, the people who organized it didn't schedule any breaks. So I was like starving and exhausted and would oh just have God. to like go eat food really quick and then go, get back to drawing. And then get back to drawing before the models moved. Yeah. Um, Whoa. It was intense. Dude, that must have been cool. What, That's cool. Were like, people's bodies weird? <laughs> well, okay. So at first I was like, oh, this is so great because everyone looks weird naked. Everyone has zits on their ass, like yeah. no matter what. And Everyone's nipples are the worst. Yeah. But then as it went on and on, I was like, oh, some people look really, really good naked. Oh, yeah. That's the, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. Yeah. The, and then. The more but, naked people you see, both the better and worse <laughs> you feel. Right. And then by the end, I was like, actually, most people look better naked than they do clothed you think so i think so but then again we drew all uh sort of younger attractive sort of people they yeah all pretty of young. course they look better naked right if they, you're if you look good naked you look better naked than clothed but if you don't look good naked right a nice jacket will do wonders for you <laughs> <laughs> i wish we'd had some older more overweight people you know just to like yeah. mix it up a little i think they were all under 35 and all pretty healthy but um yeah you that know. happen it was interesting. Uh, it's in- when you when you drew the people who were better looking, did you try and make them look worse in your drawings? <laughs> no. I had this sort of um, weird way. When I was looking at them, I would only look at one body part at a time because we had generally five minutes at most to draw them each yeah. time. I made over 100 drawings. Like, it Whoa. worked really fast. A lot of the poses were only two minutes. Um, so I wasn't looking at the body as a whole. I was sort of yeah. looking at parts. And, um, I was just looking at the penis whole time, only yeah, the penis. I would always start with the penis, <laughs> no matter what. Or the and just boobs. expand outward from yeah. there. <laughs> but one couple that posed together, uh, I didn't notice until their very last pose that I knew them and had hung out with them a couple of times <gasps> because I wasn't oh paying attention to like yeah. their full features and they looked different naked. And then I was like, oh, Tony? <laughs> Caroline? Did you say hi to them? I did. I went out. I ran out after they had gotten dressed, and I was like, hi, I thought that was you. <laughs> and, oh, um, man. And, yeah, it was fun. But that's, it was weird to see them naked. That sounds like a good time. Yeah. Are you, like, ha- had your fill of naked bodies for a while? No, now I kind of miss it. <laughs> did anyone, I mean, obviously, they didn't, but did anyone get a boner? No, not at all. Everyone's penis looked small and flaccid. Yeah. For the most part. I mean... I will never stop being amazed by that process yeah. of the human body. I know. How it can be so many different sizes. 
<laughs> I, it always makes me laugh. Anyway, which is probably not a good reaction to have to someone's penis. <laughs> no, they're pretty funny looking. They're pretty funny looking. And it's not... It's just it's just penises in general that I'm laughing at. <laughs> the concept of I went to SNL on Saturday, which was fun. Yeah. Um I watched from a dressing room. I don't have to pretend like I don't have an SNL connection anymore cuz Norma <laughs> came on the podcast. I yeah. went with him cuz they had a digital short on the show. Uh it was really fun. Uh, I went to the after party, and I sat one table away from Dr. Dre, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, which was cool, and also one table away from Seinfeld. Oh, my God. Which was cool. (laughs) Uh, Did you meet anyone really cool? uh, No, just Adam Levine. (laughs) Oh, no, but I did did meet... I did meet Cameron Diaz. How was that? She's beautiful. Yeah. Um, it was it was kind of weird. Like I we had I was down on the floor during the show. Like we went down like we weren't watching from the audience. We went down to watch um to watch the just when the digital short was playing. And um so I was ended up standing like right next to her. And she kind of was just, like, looking at me for a long time. Although probably I was staring at her. Because when you're around <laughs> celebrities, you look at them way more than you think that you're doing. Yeah, maybe um, she saw you on TV. Was <laughs> well, she just sort of, like, was looking at me and smiling for, like, a long time. And I kept trying to look away. And then she was, like, still looking at me. So I was just, like, oh, I was just said, so creepy. I just said, hi, I'm Emily. And she said, and, like, held out my hand. She said, I'm Cameron. Mm-hmm. Um, which, it always amazes me when famous people will say their name, like, you don't know who they are. Yeah. Like, she could just say, hi, it's nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah. But I like that pretense. Did she seem nice? Yeah, she seemed nice. When you told me you'd met her, my first uh, impulse was to say, oh, did she have Ben Stiller's jizz in her hair? (laughs) And then I was so disappointed and ashamed myself. But then I watched SNL, and she made the same joke in the opening. (laughs) She made the same dumb joke. The same joke as you. Well, it's like one of the only like, you know, comedic reference points for her. I guess. That's you know? so sad. That's why something really are, sad about it. It's why people are still making Lewinsky jokes is because Cl- Clinton hasn't done that much interesting stuff since then. <laughs> <laughs> people love jizz. Yeah. Fucking, yeah, those are both jizz stories. Yep. I guess if you have one jizz story on your record, that's just who you are. Yep. Forever. Pretty much. Um, well, it's just good to know. I'm going to get as many jizz stories as I can so that I get to pick between them. <laughs> right? Is that a good policy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mom and Dad, please let me know if you approve <laughs> of this policy. Um, what else did we want to talk about? Was that it? I think I that think, might be it. Yeah, is, it think, is it time for Wiki of the Week? I think it's time. Wiki of the Week. This week's Wikipedia page was sent to us by Natalie Guida, um, which I thought that that was actually supposed to be pronounced Guidette. I didn't know that (laughs) the word could be also Guida. Um, This week's Wikipedia page is the list of sexually active popes. (laughs) Ladies, start your engines. (laughs) Um, So this is a, a Wikipedia page dedicated to popes who have either had sex before they became pope before they became priest or while they were pope, which is really the only interesting part. I don't care about popes who were married before they got there. What, what do they call it? They call them like they got their holy order. Uh, like, yeah. Which it's, yeah, their holy order. Yeah. It's interesting reading Wikipedia pages that you know both like 
you know, vehement anti-Catholic activists have edited and then also like vehement Catholics <laughs> have edited because the language is like super interesting. It's like there's a few very clear terms. It's received holy orders. Yeah, they say once you become a priest, that's considered receiving holy orders. So there's a bunch of popes who were married before they received holy orders, which is kind of a loophole. Um, <laughs> although some of them, it's like they were widowed and then they became priests afterward. Um and then, and I think there was also a period of time when it was legal for popes to be married or for priests to be married, but not the pope. Oh, really? Um, and then, okay, there were popes. Okay, so there's a section dedicated to, here, here are my favorite sections of this page. Popes who were or may have been sexually active after receiving holy orders. Popes sexually active or accused of being sexually active during their pontificate. And then a separate section for accused of having male lovers during pontificate, which is the most exciting. Um, just it, by way of introduction in the like the opening paragraphs, di- very diplomatically, it says um, the uh, – and because sometimes the Pope was under a vow of celibacy, the Catholic Church considers these to be grave abuses and causes of scandal. There have been 265 popes. There have been 39 popes since 1585. Not one of them were known to have been sexually active during their papacies, which was clearly written by a Catholic. Yeah. To be like, just so you know, none of these stories have happened since 1585, mm-hmm. um, which doesn't comfort me. No. I don't want people who don't bone to make any decisions about anything. Yeah, Is right? that wrong? No, <laughs> I think it, that's reasonable, right? Th- it drives you crazy you if can't, you can't. Bone. I don't want. I don't want for all the shit that people give women for like having impaired judgment during their periods. I don't want a dude with blue balls, yeah, deciding anything. Ugh, they must have so many wet dreams. <laughs> oh God, I know. Are they allowed to masturbate? Uh, I'm. This is probably oh, probably well tread territory. Definitely not. Not definitely not allowed to to masturbate. Such a bummer. Um, I'm sure they they just like kind of like. Do what I did before I knew how to masturbate, which was sort of like press your crotch against the corner of a table. They or just like, rub, rub themselves yeah, with their like robes. Rub it on a <laughs> post or something. Um, okay, so popes who were or may have been sexually active after receiving holy orders. Pope Julius II, he had three illegitimate daughters, one of whom was Felice della Roveri. Uh, nice pronunciation. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then the Schismatic Council of Pisa, which sought to depose him in 1511, accused him of being a, quote unquote, sodomite covered with s- shameful ulcers. <laughs> oh, ulcers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Where did those come from? <laughs> I know. Pope Paul III, who, according to some sources, held off ordination in order to continue his promiscuous lifestyle fathered four illegitimate children, three sons and one daughter, by his mistress, Silvia Ruffini. (laughs) He broke his relations with her around 1513. There's no evidence of sexual activity during his papacy. He made his illegitimate son, Pierre Luigi Farnese, the first Duke of Parma. (laughs) (laughs) This all sounds like stuff that's happening in, like, a made-up land for the mascots of an Italian fast food restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he's the Duke of Parmesan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, Pope sexually active or accused of being sexually active during their pontificate. Now we're getting into it. Pope Sergius III was accused by his opponents of being the illegitimate father of Pope John the the 11th. (laughs) Whoa, this is fucking scandalous. Um, This is around 904, like the year 904. 
Um, blah, blah, blah. A lot of these names are confusing me while I read this. <laughs> um, basically, Bertrand Fovarak emphasizes that the contemporary sources backing up this parenthood are dubious. Louis Prand, one of the sources, being prone to exaggeration, while other mentions of this fatherhood appear in satires written by supporters of late, late Pope Formosus. Um, there's, I'll, I'll scroll down to the gay ones. Oh, here, wait, I have one. What? Uh, <laughs> so one of the ones accused of having male lovers during pontificate was uh, Pope Paul II, who's popularly alleged to have died during indigestion arising from eating melon oh, in yeah! excess. <laughs> that was my favorite one. <laughs> Although a rumor was spread by pontiff's detractors that he died while engaging in sodomy. Now, neither of those things commonly cause death, right? Eating melon... Yeah. Or in engaging in sodomy. Like, what exactly killed him? I am so confused. Yeah. How I much mean, melon do you have to eat Here's to die? the thing. If you choke on melon while there's a wiener in your butt, <laughs> it's really hard to perform the Heimlich maneuver. Josh, did you want to <laughs> jump in here? Yeah. Um, also, if you put a melon in your butt, <laughs> that could kill you. How? I think it stops up things that need to be not stopped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, if you put like an entire yeah, melon. Yeah, yeah. Entire not melon. just like a slice of slices melon. Slices of melon. Please write into us if you've put slices of melon in your butt. Um. <laughs> the, can I one more Pope thing? Yeah. I'm sorry to jump in early. No, yeah. Um, go for it. Pope. I love passion from our guests. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm so excited about this. I, the Pope um, Sergius III who's the one that was rumored to have fathered another pope. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if that pope had a kid, how disappointed everyone would be that he wasn't a pope like his father and his uh-huh. grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be like one of the Bush twins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, pope Leo X was allegedly a practicing homosexual, according to some modern and contemporary sources. He was alleged to have a particular, albeit one-sided, infatuation for Marcantonio Flaminio. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why is it so satisfying, you think, to read about popes doing it? Just because they're supposed to be totally infallible? Yeah. And that's... They're so holier than thou. They're like the, de- yeah. <laughs> the definition of holier than thou. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. They're just as human and fucked up as the rest of us. Yeah. If we have Catholic li- listeners who are offended by this, fucking check your Wikipedia. I don't know. Why are you listening to our <laughs> Why show? Why are you listening to our I mean, there's reasonable Catholics. Yeah, that's true. Um, but uh, anyway, sexually active popes. Thanks, Natalie, for sending that to us. Wait, I want to say one Italian name. Yeah. The, the funnest part of this is the <laughs> Italian names. Innocenzo Ciocci del Monte. <laughs> that was really good. Oh, thank you. It just that felt good. That was really good. Yeah. I want to look for more names now just to read. But that's going to be boring for all of you listening. Just so make one up. It. Make yeah. one up. Wait. Did you already say Giovanni Sclafenato? Linguini da Romania. Francesco Guicciardini. And Paolo Giovio. <laughs> I'm just realizing you could say Pope in front of anything, and I would believe that was yeah. a Pope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a Pope oh, Dogolini. Yeah. The name you said was Innocenzo Ciocci del Monte. Yeah. yeah. That one was one of the, that was a gay dude who slept with Pope Julius the he was alleged to have a, a long affair with the man. The Venetian ambassador at that time reported that Innocenzo shared the Pope's bedroom and bed. That's convenient. If you shared bedroom just the bed, and bed. <laughs> although I was in a situation once where I shared a bed and not a bedroom. 
<laughs> when me and my ex-boyfriend lived together, he shared a room with someone else, but then would just sleep in my room. Oh, isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. I thought they just fucked on a bed in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> that concludes Wiki of the Week. Our first guest needs no introduction because he's already been talking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a good friend of, of mine and of the show's very funny comedian and one of the co-creators of uh, the Twitter account Modern Seinfeld. Please welcome Josh Gondelman. Thank you, guys. Thank you for being on our show. Oh, my um, gosh. Such a pleasure. I'm yeah. a big fan of both of your works. Oh, oh Josh. You sh- keep going about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, well, first of all, how would you like those sexy popes? <laughs> oh, it was great. I was, I was trying to catch up so I would be able to keep up. And so I was Googling it on my phone. And in my Google search bar, if you click, if you search Wikipedia sexually active, straight to popes. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed that. Yeah. I'm imp- so that means that's what the most people search. Yeah. Right? Well, but it's also what other what other things are there where being sexually active is notable? Mm. Not a lot, yeah. right? It's probably notable to be like a sexually active World of Warcraft champion, but I don't know if they would have. It would be kind of insulting to have a list of sexually active World of Warcraft. Especially because you're not allowed to write your own Wikipedia entry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it probably isn't getting done. That would be a really contentious back and forth. Dark Thor, the pussy destroyer. <laughs> it's like, oh no, definite virgin, definite virgin. Yeah. You can't have pussy destroyer in your name and, and also have had sex. Yeah, that's true. When you have sex, you have to drop the pussy destroyer. Yeah. It's like your married name. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we wanted to talk to you about um, the modern Seinfeld Twitter account. It's is the 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 Twitter handle is at Seinfeld today, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's a super popular Twitter account. Like someone I know who doesn't know you sent it to me. That's crazy. Yeah. It's that's been happening. My sister tagged me on Facebook and was like, "Oh, I really it's fun to tell people that that I know that uh, Josh and tagged me is one of the creators of." Uh, at Seinfeld today and people this was like a month into it being fairly popular and people that we both know were commenting like what no way (laughs) (laughs) when people went to college which I found very flattering yeah I mean you should it's like you know a very popular thing how did it get started so I was just um I was just on a Sunday bored and I was thinking about my friend who's a super funny comedian Dan Bulger and I had had a conversation once about how uh, so, so many Seinfeld plots would just be out the window yeah. if, if they, they had, had cell, cell phones. phones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like text messaging. There are so many like hijinks Seinfeld plots that would be undone by cell phones and like DVR and yeah. <laughs> just all the modern <laughs> conveniences. But so that was like a couple of years ago. And then that popped into my head for whatever reason. And I was thinking like those would just create new inconveniences. Like yeah. nothing ever gets simpler. So I just tweeted a few from my own account. Um I think the first one was like Jerry breaks up with a girlfriend because she won't accept his Facebook uh-huh. it, uh, request, but then it turns out to be a different woman with the same name. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like, you know, it seemed like a Seinfeld plot. I tweeted a couple more. And then Jack, who was uh, landing on the tarmac from – he was coming back from Cleveland where his family's from. This and is Jack Moore. Jack Moore, yeah. Who, oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jack Moore, who's the sports editor at BuzzFeed, is the co-author. Um, and he's really great. He actually manages the feed. Like we, I write jokes and send them to him, and then he synthesizes them with the stuff he writes and puts them up. Um, 
so he was like landing and was like, man, this should be its own Twitter account. I should jump on this before someone else does. So he did it. And then we got in touch and we've been writing it together. Oh, that's Uh awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's it was this really like just like, you know, kind of a funny organic thing. And now we kind of have to keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can never stop. Yeah. yeah. How many followers does it have now? Um, we went, I guess today we went over 410,000. Oh, my Whoa. God. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Did you guys get a book deal yet? We haven't. We, okay, so <laughs> we're working on we're working on a book, but we don't want to write like a like a blog to book. Right, book. right, right. Yeah. We want to write one that we would feel comfortable promoting from the account because uh-huh. that's where like our following is. But also, we don't want to write like, "What if Seinfeld were in space?" Uh, <laughs> because it just seems like a dumb, boring thing, and like maybe people would buy it because they love Seinfeld. But it just seems like a like an unfun thing to write and like a stupid thing to make exist. <laughs> yeah. So we... It's a kind of... Uh, yeah, that would be kind of like... Have you ever seen those like Wes Anderson art shows where it's kind of like people just draw stuff from yeah. Wes Anderson movies? I'm kind of like, eh. They're so forced. It's a little It's a little bit like, well, yeah, I love Wes Anderson movies. Yeah. Or, or like if one person but, does a few pieces of Wes Anderson art, like, oh, that's neat. That's like their tribute. You know what yeah. I mean? But to be like, and now everyone look at all of these things. Yeah. Like you said, it's totally yeah. forced. So we're trying to pitch a book um, that's basically, it would be, it's called What's the Deal? A Guide <laughs> to Life in the Age of Modern Inconvenience. And, <laughs> and so it's just like, what's the deal with Facebook? Like we picture, I picture yeah. all the chapter titles being read by Jerry Seinfeld. It's kind of like hypothetical Seinfeld bits about yeah. modern living. So, that's really funny. Thank you. And so it's just like stuff that wasn't tackled, but it's everything from 1998 through present. Because that's when Seinfeld went off the air. And <laughs> I know, right? 15 years ago. <laughs> oh, gosh. I know. Wow. I know. <laughs> but um, if you watch an episode of Seinfeld, you're like, holy shit, that was a long time ago. That was look 700 at the years ago. <laughs> the yeah. clothes are so crazy looking. Uh, Although so many Elaine, shoulder pads. Yeah. They're all wearing shoulder pads. <laughs> Although Elaine's hair has gotten cool again. Like her early hair with like yeah. the big bouffant mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. I would I, kill for oh, that. The, yeah, the poof. Yeah. It's like Elaine and then nothing and then Snooky. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we're just trying to, we're trying to find someone that doesn't like, that will help us publish this book that doesn't just want us to write like, okay, so Jerry meets George Jetson. And we're like, yeah, it's hard to find people who don't just want that. Right. And and I understand from both sides, right? Like we don't want to write that book, but I understand why it's so, uh, enticing for someone to just be like, okay, this is your intellectual property, so we can't do this without you, but do this thing right. and then people will buy it. Right. Yeah. But we want to be like, what if we do this thing and like 80% of those people buy it and we don't wake up and have to write this dumb book and want to die. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so do you think that, uh, why do you think it got so popular? Do you think it's just because people really miss Seinfeld? That's a huge part of it. Yeah. I, I think about it a lot because it's <laughs> it's a crazy silly thing that happened that's like really made my life better and I'm really grateful for it but I think the things that went into it are it's a uh, po- hugely popular TV show yeah the joke we can write almost unlimited jokes based on the four main characters yeah and just like uh, anything political social um technological arts that have happened in those interceding 15 years. So there's so much fodder for it. Also, Jack, I mean, it happened because I'm connected to Jack and Jack is like 
an entity on the web. You know, yeah. he works yeah. for BuzzFeed. He's plugged into people who distribute things. So when he starts tweeting something, people who distribute online content see it. So if it had just been like someone with 11 followers that started this thing, maybe it wouldn't have gotten seen. Yeah. And also, I think we do a nice job with it. Yeah, like, no, yeah, you do. Like, it's, it's, it's like... It's a combination of like the right people working on it, and also it's like an an idea that people really want to share. Like it's, it's such a simple idea, but the tweets are so well done that as soon as you read them, you can instantly picture what that episode is. Yeah, Thank the you. entire like, it really works. Yeah. Thank you. Um, did you have some favorite ones that you wanted? Yeah, to, I brought to in share? a few. Yay. My favorite ones. Uh, my favorite, maybe, it's part of one that Jack had written. Is oh my goodness, it's um. George believes he's mastered the art of the misleading profile picture. <laughs> that that's like the ultimate. George it's the plot. ultimate George plot. Totally, like something that people do by accident that benefits them, and he does on purpose. Yeah. Um, so I like that. Oh, my favorite ones are the George ones. Yeah. Uh, my my favorite one. One of my favorites, though, isn't on the feed because I wrote it bef- like it was one of the first oh, three, yeah. which is um, Elaine sleeps with her upstairs neighbor who then besmirches her reputation in his Wi-Fi network name. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, let me see. George accidentally, in quotes, sends a reply all email in an attempt to get fired. He is promptly promoted for his gutsy attitude. <laughs> Um, George goes mad with power after writing scathing Yelp reviews. Restaurants refuse him service and makes <laughs> Jerry bring him meals to go. Um, the ne- these are all George ones. The Nets, the Knicks go on a winning streak as soon as George declares himself a Nets fan. When he switches back, Carmelo Anthony sprains an ankle. <laughs> um, George real. Oh, this this one like wasn't beloved on Twitter, but I feel like it would make a really fun episode. George realizes he's dating a woman he'd gone out with before when her name comes up Lisa Psycho the first time she texts him. <laughs> Isn't that wasn't it like you went on yeah. an OK Cupid date with someone, you still have their name in your phone. Yeah. You forgot and, about yeah, it. Yeah, and then you meet them again, they have a different haircut or something. Like that just seems like a funny yeah, that thing. That seems like something that would happen. I was just the other day trying super hard to remember the name of someone who I had gone on an OkCupid date with and could not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just straight up could not. There's a lot of dates who are just wiped from my memory forever. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Well, because you don't have to try to remember their name at any point. Uh Uh-uh. No. No no one at any point is like, hi, I'm so-and-so. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, And also, if you only meet someone, if you only go out on one date with someone, you probably (laughs) at no point have to say their name. Like yeah. They say it once, you say your name once, and yeah. then you just talk. Like, and you don't even have to say it at the date at all. You no. just show up and you're like, hey, how's it going? Oh, sure. I find yeah. they often begin with like, hey, Josh? Yeah. <laughs> like with a question. See, I'm afraid to do that because I don't want anyone where I am at to know that I am on an okay Cupid date. <laughs> oh, they'll, they'll figure it out from the stilted conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't need to make it easier for them to figure it out. <laughs> I, was, I was in a Starbucks the other night and I got like writing and I got so mad because I thought I was about to see a first date, but it was actually a business interaction between people that hadn't met before. Oh. Like they were like someone was in eerily town similar. Yeah, it was, but it wasn't like they weren't talking about their families and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, which other one? I have a couple more. I only uh, talk about how much money I make on a first date. Yeah, so, maybe that's just how really businessy people yeah. date. Is they only they talk business. That's yeah. why yeah. I only that have one it. date because I'm like, I don't make any money. <laughs> one shot, one kill. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, 
this is this one I feel like is kind of like subtly modern, but uh, George suspects a local cupcake bakery is selling muffins with frosting. <laughs> and then Jerry says, that's all a cupcake is. <laughs> and George goes, uh, I can tell the difference. <laughs> Whoa, nice impression. Thank you. I, yeah. It's all Kate. It's, it's <laughs> fun to imagine them. It's so much fun. Doing it. Yeah, it really is. People um, have been like, why don't you make them? Oh. And we're like, you don't then, need to. Right, then people, but like, there's so much more to criticize. Huh. Yeah. You know, like, this is such a self contained thing and it's fun and disposable, but like, we'd have to get locations and actors <clears throat> and we'd have to write the scripts. And yeah. like, who, I mean, we could write good ones but the advantage to this yeah. is like we can write perfect things yeah. Yeah. because they're only 20 words the right. longer your fan fiction gets the less <laughs> the more chances for it to fall apart yeah exactly the less accurate the less accurate it becomes and, and the, it, yeah and the more it's revealed to be fan fiction <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah totally have you ever read any <laughs> fan fiction fan fiction <laughs> yeah yes what have you read uh <laughs> Um, when I was really little, I was really, really into the Beatles. So I would read lots of Beatles fan fiction. Isn't that weird? Oh. Just like I didn't know there fictional was Beatles stories fan- about the Beatles. Yeah. Like movie plots for them or like um, stories about like. Stories about them, like just hanging out with each other and going on tour and stuff. But they weren't wow. like. I guess that's kind stories. of what the movie Help was like, sort of. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> it was kind of a fictionalized version of what they're doing. That, that's what the Help was about? <laughs> no. The movie help. <laughs> Not the help. <laughs> that would be a good mashup movie. The help with an exclamation mark. <laughs> oh, my God. It has been a hard day's night. <laughs> oh, that's from a hard day's night. <laughs> the help. I need somebody. <laughs> it's Emma Stone. That's who I need. <laughs> oh, that was the other thing we wanted to talk about, Emma Stone. <laughs> we forgot to mention this during the intro. Oh, we can do it. We next can week. do it next week. <laughs> Everybody, email us and remind us to talk about Emma Stone next week. <laughs> Her raspy um, voice. The other thing we wanted to talk to you about was your. Um, <laughs> oh sure. Your one of the things that you are very knowledgeable about <laughs> is dick spray. <laughs> sure, that's true. This what? Is, this is going to sound like an expert hour. Segment. Yeah, it really is. It's fairly preposterous. What's dick spray? Oh, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> I have Where so, do I, begin? I have all the answers. <laughs> so uh and several questions. Does it get rid of dick breath or is it <laughs> It actually makes your breath smell like it? <laughs> Lisa needs something to get rid of dick breath. Oh so my god. Bad. Oh my god, such a problem. Um Yeah. Okay, so what is dick spray? That was your initial question. So <laughs> I, I'll answer your question with a question. I won't. That would be, what isn't dick spray? No, uh. um, I'm so not helpful. Uh, so I got uh, contact. I do some writing for New York Magazine's The Cut blog, which is oh, super nice. fun. Yeah, they're really they're really good to me, and they don't have a lot of. Is that um, a penis blog? It's <laughs> the not, cut. Yeah, okay. it's all about circumcised penises. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Jewish men's penis blog. <laughs> <laughs> it's there. It's there. Um, it's actually a women's blog, so it's like an African women's blog. Uh, it's not. Um, oh, yeah. God. Sorry. Um, so that took me a minute. Yeah. No, that's okay. It was. It only took you a minute because, like, you have a heart and a soul. <laughs> um, so they don't have a lot of straight male writers, is my understanding. It's like a women's fashion and relationship blog, right? And so. I get, like, whenever they need a guy to do something stupid or crazy, 
uh, or revealing. They're just like, hey, Josh. <laughs> You're their guy. <laughs> yeah. So which I love. Like, I'm so stoked about it because I I just love doing like dumb things and writing about them. So oh, who doesn't? <laughs> it's the best. Yeah. It's the most fun. So I got this um, email. Why did it take me so long to come up with that <laughs> word? A word I use several dozen times a day. Um, I got this email from my editor that was like, hey, Josh, uh, nothing about you, but we got this um, penis numbing spray marketed towards premature ejaculators in the mail. And they have like with a press release and they want us to write about it. Will you use it and write about it? And before I'd finished reading the email, I (laughs) replied yes (laughs) in the spirit of premature ejaculation. (laughs) So um, you're so yeah, you're so enthusiastic. That's great. (laughs) I was really stoked about it. I I just thought it would be like the funniest, stupidest (laughs) thing. And she was like, we'll have a courier bring it to your house. And I was like, no need. I'll be in the neighborhood. So I, um, I called my mom immediately on the phone not to be like I made it but um, (laughs) to tell her to be like she googles me like on the daily so I was like hey this thing is gonna come up it's a real thing you might wanna not read it like I don't care if you do but like it's gonna be like very my dick centric and then I had to say sorry mom I have to go get on the train to pick up my dick numbing spray for work (laughs) which is like it's the second time in my, my career where I've been like how did I get here? Yeah. <laughs> um, what was the other time? The other time was I did, they used to, or I think they still do in Boston. They have this naked comedy show. Oh. Yeah. And it's an all naked comedy show. They do that in New York too. Yeah. I think it started though, this guy Andy started it and it wasn't even um, a public thing. It started at this guy in this guy's basement. <laughs> and they, Good scam. <laughs> yeah. They brought it to a theater. So I did like one of the first shows in this little theater and I did it. Once because I was like, it scares me and I don't want to do it, so I should do it. Yeah. Yeah. So that seemed like – and then I did it the second time because I'm a pushover and don't know how to say no to <laughs> So the second time uh, – there both times there was a naked female clown on the show with me. Oh. And each time it was a different naked female clown. So there are two. Well, we should talk to Julie Klausner about that. She's obsessed with female clowns. Oh, oh really? Man. Yeah. Remember oh, she was asking yeah. us all these questions about female clowns? Oh, yeah. She was – Yeah. I could I could tell her some stories. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I was the guy that runs the show is like, hey Josh, um, this clown needs some setup. She needs like this place setting on a table and this easel. Would you mind setting it up before her set while I'm on stage hosting? And I was like, oh, no problem at all. Let me go grab my shirts. And he was just like, I'd prefer if you didn't. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. So now I'm like a naked. Uh, magician's assistant best boy (laughs) the naked magician's assistant Uh, it's a sequel to the time traveler's wife (laughs) and so uh, way less romantic I'm like crouched naked holding a cake wearing slippers uh, in front of an audience that includes two of my sister's friends for some reason (laughs) who decided they were going to come to the show and I thought like how did my life come to this? And then the second time was when I was talking to my mom on the phone and said, I have to go pick up the dick spray. <laughs> okay, so yeah, let's let's get back to the dick spray. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Another so, sentence I never thought I'd say. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Back to the matter at hand. Um, so that's what it is. It's a spray. It's, like a, it's a lidocaine solution, and it's for men who, like, chronically prematurely ejaculate um, to... Not. Wow. Yeah, that's what it is. 
Yeah, I've heard of lidocaine. Sure. Yeah. It's used as a, a dental anesthetic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's not. So was this developed by a premature ejaculating dentist? <laughs> yeah. <it was laughs> probably. Who had an idea. Yeah. He was like, I was Laughing gas really job. didn't work for his dick. <laughs> so, so what was it like when you used it? So, okay. So I... Okay, here's the story. <laughs> it gets weirder. <laughs> um, I had just started dating someone. We'd been on like two dates and had not had sexual intercourse with one another. <laughs> and we and I plenty of intellectual intercourse. Plenty of intellectual intercourse. <laughs> Some uh, civil discourse. Yeah. lots of courses. <laughs> um, but I said I mentioned this to her like in conversation, and she was like. She said, the exact conversation is disputed. <laughs> we had both been drinking a little. So I mentioned it to her and she's like, that sounds really funny. And I was like, it does sound really funny. And she said something like, are you just trying to sleep with me for your article? Oh. I know. Which, like, I wasn't. And I said, I wanted to be 100% honest. And I was like, uh, that is, of all the reasons I would like to sleep with you, the least pressing. <laughs> there are so many reasons. It seems like it would be fun. You smell nice. Like there are lots of reasons I want to have sex with you. I said that for real. Yeah. Um, because I didn't. I. It's a weird position when someone says, "Are you trying to have sex with me for your article?" And if you say no, it's like, "No, you're not trying to have sex with me," or "No, it's not for the article." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, I definitely wanted the first thing, and the second thing was kind of immaterial. <laughs> so she was like, "Well, I'm not into it. I don't want to do that." Oh. And I said, that's very reasonable. I'll take care of it myself. <laughs> uh, so I did. And it was very un- – you don't want your masturbation to be, like, goal-oriented. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's, like, one goal, but you don't want to add hurdles, I guess. Like, yeah. you don't yeah. – um, so it was, it was like um, – I describe it as, like, listening to a fish song. I was like 15 minutes in, no end in sight. <laughs> Just like noodling around. It was awful. Um, I mean, I imagine it like probably didn't feel that great because it's numbed, right? right I it's mean, not numb so you can't feel, but right. it's like the difference between, I mean, it felt like wearing a hairspray condom. Right. Like a right, condom right. made of hairspray. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Which is like not great. A new John Waters movie. Yeah. Hair, <laughs> hairspray condom. <laughs> the help. <laughs> Just our new mashup movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that happened. So then um, it's been oh, – I've got the green light from this person who I continued dating. It's it's such a struggle because the my girlfriend, we'll say, because that's true, yeah. um, is like a really funny, great, talented person. And I want to be like, oh, yeah, she's great and she does funny things and great things and you should know about them. But I also – I'm super conscious of, like, not mentioning her name in conjunction with, like, using her as a prop for this article. Yeah. Right. And I also am not using her real name in the real article. So yeah. I feel like we should keep it out of it. Yeah. Um, but she's okay with it. But it's also still, like, a weird thing to bring up to be like, oh, hey, like, we're, um, we're you know, in bed and just like, oh, it seems like things are going this way. Um, hold on. I'm going to punch in. <laughs> <and> <laughs> 
You know what I, I yeah. made a punch card thing. That's not just how I describe sex. Like I made a punch <laughs> card hand motion. So it's still in the works, but it's just this like bizarre. So my so life, you still haven't had sex with it. We tried it once, but I used an amount that I was like, this just feels regular. And I didn't oh. want to be like, hold on, let me double dip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is just like, yeah. I'd be the worst person. So like for, there was a period of um, what happened was the, I said I would do it on my own. And I did. And I wrote this article and I went back and forth with my editor three times. And she was like, great, really funny. I'll send it to my boss so he can run it. And then her boss was like, no, we can't run it until he has sexual intercourse. Oh, my God. Yeah. So Which I, seems like lawsuit material. <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be saying this. Yeah. Uh, but we – so that was a thing that was told to me. And so – I, I had this weird period of time where, like, I still couldn't bring it back up because the relationship was still so, like, oh. tentative. And so you're like, so, so this dick spray. Remember yeah, the dick spray? Right. So I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't talk about it with her. I, we, hadn't, we hadn't become, like, official. So That is a deal breaker for some women. Sure. Multiple mentions of dick spray. <laughs> yeah, which I totally understand. Like, yeah. I live an unreasonable life. I'm very difficult to date. Uh, I try to make up for it by, like, baking and, like, flattery. Yeah. <laughs> That's, like, what I do because my life is unreasonable so we um so I couldn't bring it up so I had these like three options and which were hook up with someone else which like wasn't not allowed but also wasn't cool yeah you know what I mean it's like the kind of thing where I I didn't want to get one over on her and be like you didn't say yeah and then have her be like yeah but it's still not what I wanted yeah Yeah. and then uh, I could have waited and tried to talk with her again which is what ended up ended up happening or I could have been like no uh it's not gonna happen I'm I'm kill the article Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so um, <laughs> numb that thing to or death. Or you could have <laughs> yeah. made it up for the article. Uh, I also could have done that, yeah. right? So I could. There, there were a couple situations where lying would have helped, and a couple situations where the truth was involved. And I'm like, I, I didn't want to make it up for the article. Yeah, that'd be shoddy journalism. Yeah, right. <laughs> and and it's not even. I'm not even really a journalist, but like, I still feel. I would have felt real lousy. Yeah. Pulling one over on someone. You know, like I wanted I, I yeah. felt like the integrity, not my integrity, but their integrity as a publication would be compromised if yeah. it if it found, if they, if they if found they, out. If they found out there was anything fishy about this dick spray article. Right. Yeah. If they found out it wasn't above board. <laughs> above board and below the belt. That's the <laughs> article name. Um so it, I called um I called my friend I can say his name, Mike Kaplan. Yeah. Who, have you had him yeah, on the we show? Had him on. Yeah, that's what I thought. So I, he might be familiar to your listeners. Um, who is like my go to for complicated situations that might just require <laughs> sensible advice because he's so um he sees everything so logically yeah and he was just like i have never heard of this problem before <laughs> <laughs> and uh and so there was like no precedent so i just what i ended up having was i asked for time and kind of gambled on either this relationship working out and she would be cool with it eventually or uh, not working out and I could have just done whatever sleazebag thing I had to do to get it taken care of but like I felt like I was betting on the relationship to succeed and I was willing by the end of it like by the end of the few weeks I was like you know what um, I'll like this is I'll I'll let this article go if she's against it and and we're still together like if she's like we should be together but I won't do that thing I'll be like well that's very reasonable I you never said you would and <laughs> so it would be crazy for me to you know 
for to make that as a stipulation. So basically, my life over the past two months has been the plot of the movie How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days, but <laughs> in reverse. Yeah. Um, so we should get, probably get to expert hour. Can people read the article yet? Or it's not up it's yet. Not up yet. But, but I did just write a thing for them last week about. Um, I hired a bunch of fake girlfriends for the internet in light of the Manti Teo scandal. Oh, yeah. Oh, and nice. I wrote about that. So yeah. that was really fun. It was called, um, I think it was called, I Bought Three Fake Girlfriends from the Internet. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. And if people follow you on Twitter, they'll see when you re- eventually post the article, right? Correct. At Josh Gondelman mm-hmm. on Twitter and then at Seinfeld Today. Yes. Cool. Josh, thank you guys Thank so you much. so much for coming on. Can you of stick course. around for Expert Hour? Yeah, I can stay for another little bit. Awesome. Okay. Whee! Thanks, Josh. Yay. It's time for Expert Hour. What does it mean? What does it mean? What does I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. We need an expert, we need an expert, we need an expert hour. We're very excited to have our expert with us today. Um, He is here. To, his name is Dale Kipp, and he's here to talk to us about crop circles. Hey, how y'all are doing? We're good. We're all good. right, all right. My name is uh, Dale Kipp, and uh, as y'all can tell, I ain't, I ain't from up here in New York City. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Nope, nope. Uh, I grew up in a, a little town called Mount Olive, North Carolina. Perhaps y'all heard of it? Uh, no, nope. I don't, I don't I think haven't. I have. That's where them pickles come from, Mount Olive. Oh, I thought oh. those were from, like, Greek Greece. No, they're from they're from uh, they're from Mount Olive, <laughs> North Carolina. Hey, y'all want to know a funny thing about Mount okay. Olive? Oh, wow. <laughs> Wait, I know I said you could get close to the mic, but you might want to back up a little. Bit. <laughs> All right, right, right about here. Or, yeah, uh, sorry. I, I ain't got no. I ain't got no, What do you say? Uh, uh, in the industry, cans. I ain't got <laughs> oh, yeah. no cans on. You can borrow my cans. Here. All right. Here. All right. Oh, <laughs> that be fun. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Woo! Oh my goodness. All right. Too loud? Too quiet? How uh, how y'all want it? <laughs> Just, funny thing about Mount Olive. Uh, yeah. Uh, it ain't no mountain, and it ain't no olive. <laughs> oh, there goes Dale. I tell you what, man. Uh, I'm a live liar, I yeah. tell you. Well, uh, Dale, how did you become an expert on crop circles? Oh, you know, uh, reading. <laughs> I read all about them. Oh, so what do you... But you don't have to take my word for it. <laughs> oh, no, there goes Dale. <laughs> Y'all remember that? Y'all remember from that that black fella on, uh, <laughs> what's that show called? Reading Rainbow. <laughs> reading Rainbow. Oh, my... Reading the rainbow! <laughs> All right. Okay. I'll tell you, man, I'm a pistol. Okay. All right, What yeah. y'all want to know? So, wait, I want to know, um, so you've you've read about crop circles. Have you ever seen any in real life? I ain't never seen one in real life. No, no. Oh, okay. I would love to see that, <laughs> let me tell you. Oh, I but bet. I you, like 90% of crop circles are in England. Is that true? Wow. wow. They're all in southern England. Should put him in the southern United States. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. What's your name? Josh. Josh. All right, man. <laughs> all right. You look fun. <laughs> He's a fun no, guy. No one's ever said that to me before. <laughs> oh, man. They were wrong. I missed out on an opportunity. <laughs> you look fun. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, so that, like 90% of them are in... Um, in uh, southern England. So what What would you say is the definition of a crop circle? Um, you know what? Uh, that's kind of like a misnomer. Crop circle? Yeah. Crop formation is more uh, is more the angle you want to go oh, for. Oh, so they're not okay. all circular. They're not all circles. No, no. Yeah. There's, uh, <laughs> there's all different kinds of mathematics and all kinds of things. And as we know, there's more to math than just circles. Yeah, that's true. Am so, I wrong or am I wrong? You're, you're Neither. Wrong. I'm right. Oh, no. There goes 
<laughs> you are a real, real car. Right. You're a cut yeah. up. Oh yeah. Oh, I got plenty of knee slappers. Uh, okay. So, do you know uh, what causes the crop crop circles or crop you know, formations? You know what? Nobody does. Yeah. You know, right. actually, we know where about most of them come from. It's people. It's people it's doing people it. It's people doing it. Yeah, they'll get out there. Uh, there's a couple fellas in '91 who uh, who did it. Them uh, who who uh, who claimed them. You know who so claimed? They, oh, they like yeah. took credit for him. Yeah, they said okay. they, they said we did that. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. right. So that's kind of dis- Rowley and Crowley or something along those lines. Yeah. I forget their names. <laughs> um, Dave Browley and some Crowley. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot their names. No, no relation. No, I don't think so. They yeah. got different last names. <laughs> you can't be related and have the different last names. Not true. They're not stable. <laughs> My grandmother's name is Noel. That's not my last name. Mine's Kip. K I P P Kip. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So, uh, so that would seem to dispel the myth that they're caused by aliens, right? Well, you know what? Some of them they don't know. They don't know who did them. Yeah. Because because well, sometimes because people they're they're kind of like uh, temporary graffiti in a rural setting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you believe in aliens? Do you believe in aliens? Uh. uh <laughs> that's a chord right there. <laughs> oh, that's a major chord. Yeah. Really. Oh. <laughs> you are. Oh. You're a major, <laughs> major card. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. There, there goes Josh. Oh, major like, card. I major like, chord, meet major card. <laughs> no relation. <laughs> None whatsoever. Hey, am, am, I, am I distorting this microphone? Can y'all understand what I'm saying? Or I'm, I'm having a good time. I mean, oh, okay. you should be able to hear in the cans whether or not. I can't hear shit in these cans. <laughs> <laughs> Help me, I'm stuck in a can. I can't hear shit. <laughs> Probably because it's cream corn in this can, not shit. Hey, it's pre-shit. There goes nail. That's a twofer right there. <laughs> What's your last name? Gondolman. Oh, that's real fun. Gondolman. I'm going to call you that from here on out. Gondelman. Uh, all right. Hey, yeah. You're a young looking fella. You ever been called Gondel Boy? I've not. Oh, there you go. You're Gondel Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Joshua Gondel Boy. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, anyways. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. So a lot of people call them uh, agroglyphs. Agroglyphs? Oh, yeah. oh, that's an interesting way. Well, it's a subset of uh, geoglyphs. Okay, yeah. there's like petroglyphs and agroglyphs and like, if you could put a prefix on glyph, it's yeah. probably a type of glyph. Yeah. So <laughs> as you can imagine, a petroglyph is, it's a rock formation. Okay, uh-huh. yeah. Petra meaning rock. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because it's petrifying. <laughs> like I am right now a little bit. <laughs> oh, no! Are you scared or are you having fun? I'm having fun. I'm having fun. <laughs> I'm having so much fun. There's I'm frozen. A, a lot of energy in Yeah, right well. Now. When Dale said, you look fun, it was like if a pawn shop owner in Pulp Fiction said, you look fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, I don't know if I want to participate in the kind, kind the of things kind of, you think are fun. The kind of fun <laughs> popes have in secret. Yeah. Oh, come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Uh, so, <laughs> all right. So you... I can't hear shit in these cans. <laughs> I think there might be something wrong with the can cord. Do you want to switch cans with Lisa? Yeah, let's switch yeah, cans. Okay. Right. Cool. Yeah. Can cord. Sorry. Hey, look at me. I'm wearing Lisa's breasts. <laughs> We're having a good time. Oh, I still can't hear nothing. Anyways, I think there might be a problem with my ear ball holes. <laughs> What did I just say? Yeah. Anyways, so, you look fun. So what do you... <laughs> 
Jill, what do you do for a living? Oh, well, currently I'm unemployed. <laughs> I got a lot of time to read about agroglyphs. Yeah. Yeah. Have you th- ever thought about going into comedy? Well, you know, I tried. I tried like uh, doing like one of them uh, open joke shows. Uh, yeah. I think they have one <laughs> yeah. I'm they kind do. of a cut up, as y'all can tell. <laughs> yeah. I've done. Yeah. I've done like a few, but they all end up real sad. Oh, why is oh. that? I don't know. <laughs> Just uh, you know. Oh. I, I, I mean, it's kind of a sad environment. An yeah, open I guess it, yeah, it's probably it's not me. It's the environment. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you would bring any kind of sad energy there, do so, Like no. it seems like you no. you're a pretty happy guy. It seeps in, in though. It gets it you. seeps in, yeah. Yeah. Is there is there some pain you're not telling us about? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't just come in here like a bat out of hell and be like, "Hey, I got a small penis." <laughs> hey, everybody, because that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> it is not what we're talking about. No, we are I talking. Got, it, got, wait, wait, it wasn't. I got a small <laughs> penis. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's no shame in that. Yeah. No, man. but well, let's talk about something else. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about something well, else. Let's talk your... about crop circles. Again. Sure. Yeah. Or what were you going to ask? I was just going to ask what your previous career was. Oh. I was a roofer. Uh, I worked for a roofing company. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, like, uh, one time I was uh, on a job, right? And uh, and uh, I was in an office, and uh, someone called inquiring about our hours of operation, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I was, uh, what I told them was, uh, I'll hammer in the morning. Oh, no. <laughs> I also told them I'll hammer in the evening and all over this land. Yeah. That's another twofer for you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's kind of a continuation of the first one, so. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but it so, came in two parts. So how did you first get interested in crop circles? Uh, or agroglyphs? Agroglyphs, you can call crop formations. Yeah. You know, I was, back in the... Uh, I, uh, I'll say like 2004 or so. Um, it was like a lot time for um, shingling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I worked a lot in the office and we had a broadband internet connection. Mm-hmm. And I went to, um, I went to just, because I always liked them because they're pretty. Yeah. And I like looking at them. And, and I was like, because y'all see that, that movie Signs? Yeah. yeah. Man, I hate that movie. <laughs> How come? I hate that movie. Because it, you see the alien, you know? Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, you like you the mystery. see that motherfucker. <laughs> it's so scary and everything. If, if it's the aliens that are making <laughs> uh, crop circles, I think they're just trying to communicate with us. Yeah. yeah. You know, and they also, because <clears throat> like, how, if, if there's like an alien... Um, ship or something, or like intelligent life somewhere else. Um, it's going to be hard for them to travel here, ain't it? If yeah. they're yeah, like a bio life form, yeah, right. It's hard it's to stay good. alive in our space, right? Yeah. Right. So they're probably so intelligent that they reached the singularity before we did, and they're just like uh, computer conscience, right? And they came over here, and they're just trying to communicate <laughs> with us. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But, you know, some people think that crop circles are like the earth, like Mother Earth, like Gaia. You know yeah. Gaia? Yeah. Sure. Some people think that crop circles are like Mother Earth as like an organism in itself trying to communicate with us like, oh, don't do global warming or, oh, um, <laughs> You know, there's too many people on the earth. And mm-hmm. so she's trying to, like, tell us through math. Because there's, yeah. like, a lot of theorems in um, in crop circles that I don't understand because I didn't go to college. Yeah. Okay. But there's, like, a lot of geometrical theorems and stuff that's in the crop circles. And what's beautiful about them 
is they're there for a little while, people photograph them, and then they're gone. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. And the only the only thing that's bad about it is that the crop circle's too big, it kills off part of the crop, and then the farmer who owns the land then loses money. Yeah. Also because it's like a tourist attraction, and people come and they trample all over the, the other crop, crops. The yeah. other crops. And so you don't want that, right? Yeah. But so here's how you can tell the difference between a crop circle that's like a hoax, like people going out like a two by four and going chomp, 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 chomp. Yeah. And like a genuine crop circle. All right. Yeah. Okay? This is, we're getting into it. A genuine crop circle, the stalks are bent. Oh. Okay. And they're still alive. Oh. They're oh. heated up at the base and there's like a little node and it just bends over and the and it don't cause the farmer any problem because they're still alive and you can harvest that wheat yeah or corn or whatever it is Mm -hmm. and they stay alive and so it's used by like a big flash of heat and so sometimes people see crop circles being made and there's like lights coming from whoa from the uh from the field right and so that's why people are like, oh, it's aliens. Yeah. Like, oh, do you believe in aliens? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I thought we were going to do another corn. You're making fun of me. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Uh, 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 I think well, that, that was fun. That was a minor That was another twofer. Yeah. It was uh, just two, two notes. Okay, so then let's, we, we're running out of time. I, think I figured we were running out of time. I feel like I was just like talking and talking. <laughs> And not well, letting anybody been, get a word in edgewise. It's been very fascinating. <laughs> it's been very fascinating. I wanted you so so the, the mother guy is one theory, aliens is another theory. What are all like what are the what are the theories that people have about how they get there? Aside from those two, are those the two main ones? Um well mostly they're people with two by fours. <laughs> okay. And it's, sometimes it's like people make videos of themselves doing it and it's like bunches of people who are real smart people. Uh, but they're making very beautiful things, but in the cover of night. Yeah. And that's most of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's but some of them, like the genuine ones I was talking about, they don't know. Yeah. They don't know. Oh, like how one, interesting. One, there's like a helicopter uh, operator, a pilot. Mm-hmm. Pilot or operator? Pilot. Pilot? pilot? Yeah. Right. <laughs> helicopter okay. pilot. I've Cause, heard Because I got those operator's headphones on, yeah. right? You're like, <laughs> what are you? Yeah. Anyways. They, uh, they prefer to call them cans. Yeah, pilot, oh, yeah. pilot oh, yeah. cans. Heli- helicopter cans. Helicopter yeah. cans. Yeah. Um, Which so is also Open up like that can, helicopter move. flies out. So there's like a... I'm a card. <laughs> Look at... What do we call it? Major card? Major card. I'm your major card. Major card and card. Reporting for duty. Oh, no. There goes Dale again. I, well, look... Um, there's one... There's a beautiful one that looks kind of like a scorpion. Oh. Have you seen it? No. No, I haven't. Look it up. Okay. It's In England? Beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it ain't there no more. Right. But there's a helicopter pilot. He flew over a place, right? Yeah. And then 45 minutes, he came back, and it was there. So it was made in, like, broad daylight in, like, 45 minutes. Wow. wow. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's crazy. really crazy. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool stuff. Yeah. It's we, pretty cool stuff you can find online. There she is. Oh, yeah. Marcus just, Marcus just pulled up a, a picture of it. Yeah. That's insane. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. That's it's not even really vague. Beautiful. Like It's like perfectly it's, formulated. It's perfect. That's the beautiful thing shapes. about crop circles is they're so much bigger than humans. Yeah. And they're so It would be so hard so for humans to sort of figure out how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. But people do. Pe- people yeah. can... Uh, figure out all kinds of things when they don't have a job. 
(laughs) (laughs) That is truer words have never been spoken on this podcast and not just because we lie constantly. (laughs) There goes Um, Emily. (laughs) Um, Well, we're we're running out of time. Um, Do you have any um, parting words? Have you ever thought about writing a book about it? Or are you just mostly just a scholar of it? Oh, I would not say I'm a scholar. And uh, I feel... I feel like a book from me about crop circles um, would be about as reputable as the sources for this podcast. <laughs> fair enough. That's fair. I will accept that as a fair analogy. But... So I think I'm going to write a book. That's a great <laughs> idea. Oh, boy, there goes Dale. Dale Kipp signing Dale, out. Dale Kipp, thank you so much for being on our podcast. Is, is there any way that you would like people to, you know, get in touch with you or, or find out more or – you just you just want to talk about it with whoever? Or? Yeah, I, I think just like step outside your back door and yell, "Hey, Dale, <laughs> okay. where do you go?" Yeah, especially if you live in Mount <laughs> Mount Olive. Oh, if you live in Mount Olive, I will find you. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Okay, it's time now for what, what did, did I, I learn? learn? What did I learn? Lisa, what did you learn today? I learned not to put a whole melon up my butt or I'll die. (laughs) Dale, you weren't here for that part. No, no. And I already had that knowledge. (laughs) Dale, what did you learn today? Um, I learned that, like, uh, my personality is for some and not for others. <laughs> well, it's for everyone in here, I, I think. think so. Yeah, I think We're it's all unanimous. <laughs> um, Josh, did you, did you learn anything today? Yeah, I learned that popes get down. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is true. I learned so much today, you guys. I learned um, about dick spray, oh, yeah. and I learned that um, crop circles are very often caused by humans. And also maybe possibly Mother Gaia, who I have a personal relationship with (laughs) because she's my mother. (laughs) Um, uh, Thank you guys for listening to uh, Baby Geniuses, wasting yet another hour of your lives with us. Um, Please follow us on Twitter. I'm at Mr. Emily Heller. I'm at Lisa Draws. Um, did you want to say some thank yous? We want to thank everyone who's rated us. Oh, we don't have time, so we'll do it next week. Yeah, we'll do it next week. But uh, thanks to Marcus at Cave Comedy Radio. Yeah, um, email us, babygeniusespodcast at gmail.com. Hey, Josh, where can you tweet? <laughs> we are Where's, where, does, where does the fun keep going? <laughs> He's at Josh Gondelman. We mentioned it earlier. Oh, I thought yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Y'all can find me at at Prof Dork. Okay. P-R-O-F Dork. <laughs> like a whale penis. <laughs> Very cool. Thank you guys so much. Goodbye. 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 <laughs> Bye. Baby geniuses, we know everything. Baby geniuses, we know everything. Baby geniuses, we know everything. Baby geniuses.